Good morning, PVIC. Welcome to the Post-Church Podcast, a time where we reflect on the Sunday Sermon and answer some practical questions. My name is Neil, and I'm here with Pastor Billy. We're now in the fifth week of the Lord's Prayer Sermon Series. And as discussed last week, this is the second half of the Lord's Prayer, which focuses on praying for ourselves. And the first half focused on God's glory. So the fifth um, prayer, the fifth petition, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Pastor Billy, uh, could you go into some detail on the sermon preached? Thanks, Neil. So as Neil did mention, we're here in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12, on this fifth overall petition in the Lord's Prayer, and the second of the final three that position, uh, petitions that are having to do with uh, ourselves. And this one really centers around forgiveness. And in this petition, uh, we actually have an explicit prayer and an implicit prayer. So there's an explicit prayer for forgiveness, which is the first half, which says, forgive us our debts. Then we have an implicit uh, prayer for forgiveness, which is a prayer for a forgiving spirit, that we would have a forgiving spirit, which is the second portion, which is as we also have forgiven our debtors. Forgiveness, you know, it's something that we can struggle with at times, but um, it's important for us to realize the fact that being forgiving people is a mark that we are forgiven. Uh, so we spent a, a good deal of time um, focusing on God's forgiveness to us because that is really the foundation of us being forgiving. And uh, we also spent a good amount of time focusing on the need for us to come uh, before God and repent and confess and, and why that's important for us in our uh, spiritual walk. So really when we pray this portion of the prayer or um, uh, use this concept of praying when we are in our prayer life, uh, it's really an opportunity for us to uh, remember um, who we are in Christ. Uh, we are forgiven uh, children. Um, and, you know, we went into a lot of the other implications, but that's just really just high level kind of where we were at in the sermon. Thank you, Pastor Billy. Um, so going into the first question, uh, this is sort of a um, question that, not a question, this is a famous phrase that a lot of people use. It's called, you know, I'm sure everyone uh, knows this. It's called uh, forgive and forget. So as Christians, we're supposed to forgive. Uh, so if a person has hurt you um, and in a manner that forgiveness is uh, warranted, um, what do we do about the the pain that is caused with that? So that's basically, you know, is it simple as forgiving and forgetting? Um, so what's the line? Where do we draw it and uh, with the forgiveness and forgetting? 
yeah, I mean, we can't not acknowledge that there are going to be um, challenging circumstances when it comes to forgiveness that oftentimes we're talking about real pain, real hurt. Um, you know, our emotions are in play and, um, you know, there really are consequences um, for uh, being sinned against. So, you know, how, how do we sort it out? Well, we, be, we have to start with the idea of what is the foundation of forgiveness, right? So, you know, I don't know as, as humans if we have the capacity to actually forget the wrong. Right. Um, you know, these are memories, right? These are things that we hold on to. Um, the question is, how does how is our forgiveness expressed in in the relationship um that we have with you know that person and that's there's some nuance there because not all every every relationship is the same right there are different levels of intimacy and different types of um relationships so in some sense the the manner of forgiveness right is some what commensurate with the intimacy of the relationship um so there's some consideration there um but fundamentally right we have to go beyond the pain and the hurt as real as they are right and we have to acknowledge that right as real as they are and um come to the notion that we we really as children of god we're not given an out when it comes to forgiveness the, the out really isn't there um there aren't ex you know exceptions that are are brought brought into it that if we come down to it we demonstrate through forgiveness that we are forgiven people and it's one of those things that are really core to our identity so you know we acknowledge pain we acknowledge hurt um, we acknowledge the consequences of sin right those are evident but um you know forgiveness is something that's far more uh, harder and richer and fuller than i think often the trite notions of it are that we have in you know that we hear in society right as people of the mm -hmm. kingdom um it's something altogether different i think that's hard pill to swallow is the the forgiveness is it's hard but when it comes to you know the pain we are humans we are creatures you know of emotion and so just the relationship is the most important thing and what comes after even though we forgive, it's something hard to uh, comprehend, and uh, things could change. And as humans, you know, it's 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 normal, but I think that's what's hard to uh, comprehend because it's not it won't be the same. But you're still 
forgiven. I mean, you have forgiven them. Yeah, I mean, and and I think there's opportunity there for to understand that um, <clears throat> relationships can and to change the nature of those change, but but also for us to know that there is opportunity for radical restoration of mm. relationship. That that is something that is that God can do, right? Yeah. right? So it really um, should make us hopeful people in regard to our relationships because that is um, on the table because of the nature of the radical forgiveness that we were offered. Uh, something along those lines. Um, so basically, we, uh, in other words, like we tend to make our sins something minute compared to you know when someone else commits the same thing and we think oh that's, man that's what they did was worse than what we did but in actuality it's the same thing what you did um what is the practical implication to go about that or to even reverse that yeah i think i, I posed it in the sermon as a, a question something like i don't um i i said like i said I think you all would agree that we have that tendency. Right. And you know, it's kind of a rhetorical question. No one no one jumped up and said, Yep, you're right. <laughs> but um I think that is the case, right? At an instinctual level, you know, left unto ourselves, we, we kinda do that. We'll minimize our own stuff. You know, when we've offended someone. And we, we, we minimize it. You know, we have any number of excuses and all of our excuses are valid. And then when you flip the script, right, and it comes to the other person, then all of a sudden we maximize that offense and then all those excuses that they might have don't hold water at all, right? That's this left unto ourselves. This is kind of our default position. So when it comes to practically, how do we, what do we do? Well, I think one is to acknowledge that like on the fly, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that sort of minimizing of ourselves and mac minim minimizing of our own sins and maximizing of other sins. And I think the only really way to combat that is to do what is what the prayer is really calling us to do, which is to live lives of habitual daily um, repentance and confession. Um, because the only way you would be able to combat that sort of instinctual nature on the fly to um, just minimize your own sin and maximize someone else's is if in a daily sort of way you are examining yourself, you are seeing yourself as you actually are, um, you're reminded of God's forgiveness to you, mm every day um, you see yourself as a debtor and in a, in a daily fashion you bring yourself back to that <clears throat> it gives you an opportunity then since you're already in that that habit you're already in that 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 space in a daily sort of kind of way in a consistent kind of way that when you do run into the situation where there is offense that you can rightly look at someone else and go, okay, 
I can see the circumstances. I can freely extend forgiveness because you've built it as a habit of repentance. Um, and I think that's really the only way. If you leave, if you if you leave yourself just unto yourself, um, we're always going to downplay our own sins and right. you know bring others' sins uh, you know up higher than than maybe they need to be. So would you say that this kind of is the second part, the implicit prayer in terms of the, the, having that forgiving spirit? Yeah, um, as we for, have as we forgive uh, others. Yeah, it's the second part of that. Yeah. That um, right, the forgiveness of God to mm-hmm. us. There's a outflow of that, um, and really, when we when we struggle to forgive, or when we are, um, when we maybe find it hard to forgive, I think at times we focus on the fact that it's hard because of oh, what was done to me was this or that, and that's why it's hard for me to forgive. Mm. Maybe maybe we should stop and take a step back and say, is it hard for me to forgive because of that? Or is it actually hard for me to forgive because there's something faulty in the understanding of my own forgiveness by God? Mm. Right? And I don't think you can answer that question on the fly in the situation that's why you have to daily be coming back to that again and again and again and again and again. And the cross is before brought before your mind again and again in a daily sort of fashion, um, where you're continually reminded of the great debt, um, that Christ bore upon himself and how forgiveness was costly, Mm. how, how a cost had to be borne. Um, so that when you come to a situation where you have to forgive and there is a cost that you must bear to forgive, that um, logically you understand why that has to happen in that situation. Wonderful. As we go forward this week, what are some questions um, that we can uh, ponder upon? So uh, first, um, and these are just kind of just personal questions to, to walk through. Uh, how do you view God's forgiveness of your debt? And debt, we talked about how that's a stand-in for sin, right? So how do you view God's forgiveness of your debt? What kind of debt was it? Small? Large? Unspeakably large? Unpayable? Um how do you view God's forgiveness of, of your debt? Uh, secondly, and this just is kind of just a natural outworking of what we talked about in the sermon, how does our understanding of God's forgiveness impact how we forgive? Like, What are the implications? And last, um, there was a quote that I mentioned in the sermon, and I think um, if we stop to think about it for a bit, it might bear some fruit um, in our own lives. So the quote to think about this week was, is unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. So 
maybe just take a, a second this week to think about that statement and what those impl- what the implications of of that uh, might be. All right. Thank you, Pastor Billy. Uh, those are some good uh, questions to think about. And as we do, let us uh, examine our hearts, see where the unforgiving patterns are, and make that commitment to God to forgive. So we look forward to tackling these questions. And until next Sunday, let us strive to live all of life to the glory of God. Mm-hmm.